Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Brad Ross is the Chief Communications Officer with the City of Toronto, and he's joined the Oakley Show this afternoon. Brad, good to have you on board. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, John. Let me ask you straight up, this Bombardier thing, I mean, uh, there's a lot of finger-pointing between the feds and the province and so on, and Jerry Diaz uh, suggesting, you know, just get a plan, expand transit, uh, get it going so that we can fulfill the order for more cars. Uh, As I understand it, though, I mean, look, is Bombardier the default supplier, or could we go elsewhere uh, if this company goes out of business up in Thunder Bay? Well, that would really be up to you know the the TTC board, for example. Um, they they could issue a uh, you know a request for proposal for new cars. The, the TTC, I'm no longer there, but as I understand it, they still require about a hundred new. Uh, streetcars to to really meet the, the service demands that, that the city has for uh, transit. So they have an order for 204 cars. They have 38 more to go. Uh, they will deliver those by the end of this year, as I understand it. Question then becomes, you know, who can who could then deliver the next 100? And whether it's Bombardier or somebody else, that would be uh, presumably part of a procurement process and decision that would ultimately have to be made at a board and city council level. Yeah, I was just reading a piece from the Toronto Star dated in September of 2017 that says the TTC issued an official request for information in order to, quote, gauge market interest and capabilities of potential suppliers, end quote, to deliver up to 100 new streetcars. Was that your tenure at the TTC? Were you familiar with that, that potentially you were sourcing other suppliers? Yeah, we sort of there was a request to the board that we go out and look at that, and and so what you know what is out there in the market, and I'm not I don't know where that that currently stands, John. I mean, I think there are things to be said for continuing with, for example, a company like Bombardier because uh, you'd have the same car, so therefore the same parts, the the the, the training uh, required for for operators, but as well as maintenance, more importantly, uh, wouldn't have to change if you bring in you know a different supplier than than you have supply chains and, and, and all the rest of it certainly can be done. Um, so there's pros and cons to, to sticking with, with the same supplier. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll have to see what uh, what the TTC board ultimately has to do. I mean, it also comes down to funding. And as I understand it, the, the funding isn't in place right now for, for an, uh, an additional order of new streetcars. There's, and well, this is what Jerry was complaining about, actually. And the other thing, of course, uh, you understand full well that uh, Bombardier was late on delivery. Of, Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, some of the cars, uh, many of which had to be completed in the East End Yard there, so uh, perhaps there's a little bit of dismay concerning that supplier. Uh, Brad Ross is with us, Chief Communications Officer with the City of Toronto. Let me ask you about people trying to make their way around the city. Uh, we're really at the height of the construction season. There's uh, repairs on the bridges over the DVP. Is there a, a more efficient way that we could be doing these things, or is it just the inevitability wow. of the season, Brad? This this is actually what we're doing on the parkway. This season is the most efficient way. What we're what we're doing uh, is getting four bridges done 
this season rather than doing one bridge this season, another next, another after that, another after that. So rather than four seasons of, of bridge construction and lane closures and disruption, we're going to get them all done at once. Uh, it is incredibly disruptive. There's no doubt about that. There's no sugarcoating this, John. It is uh, a traffic headache for people. We totally understand that. The summer is the best time in terms of not just because the season allows that work, but there are fewer cars on the road in the summer as people are on vacation and people are out of school and the like. So there is no perfect time to do all of this kind of work, but uh, we do have a limited construction season, of course, because of, of, of the seasons that we have here. But getting these four done at once um, was a decision that uh, that was made to to. to lessen the headaches, if you will, in, you know, in, in outer years. So a uh, little short-term pain for long-term gain is, is uh, I, I guess, the best way to put it. You're saying fewer cars. There's actually going to be a lot of cars down at the well, CNE this weekend. You know, the Honda Indy. Let yeah, me ask you about yeah. that because this is another, you know, the, there are a lot of people who get peeved by the number of road closures and events that take place. And, uh, I mean, is that just life yeah. in the big city? Yeah. How do... Yeah, I, I think it is. I mean, this is part of living in, in, you know, a big city, big global city like Toronto, where you're going to have, you know, events and disruption and, and big cities do this. And I think, John, if we didn't have events and festivals like that, then uh, we might be having a different conversation about why we're not attracting these kinds of festivals and these kinds of events. Uh, the, it brings in tremendous amounts of money in the, in the tourism sector and, and elsewhere, and, and the economic benefits of festivals and events like the Indy um, are, uh, uh, are, are manifold. And so, uh, yeah, it is, uh, you know, it is just disruptive. No two ways about it. I don't think, you know, I think it would be disingenuous to, to suggest otherwise. But at the same time, yeah, the benefits are, um, are, 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 are manifold, as I say, in terms of the economic impact for the city. And it's, uh, it's part of, you know, this is what big cities do. Montreal has a, has a Grand Prix as well, brings in uh, millions and millions of dollars in tourism. All right. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been touting the success of the King Street transit throughway there for the streetcars. Now, there's a suggestion that it should be replicated elsewhere. Uh, what's on plan? Anything in the wind that you can tell us about? Well, so the TTC is 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 uh, doing what uh, what's called they they have a five year service plan is what they're looking at right now and looking at at ways to you know um, give transit more priority elsewhere on the roads. There are diamond lanes as we know HOV lanes. Um, you know how are they enforced? How are they used? How are people? You know can they be separated physically at certain times of the day? So these are all sorts of things that the TTC and the city uh, are looking at to improve transit because. With with forty thousand people, more forty thousand people a year, more coming to to the city every year. The city is growing. That means that more and more people need to get around. Uh, congestion is 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 not improving as we know, and so public transit. You can't build more roads in, in a city that's built. Public transit really is is the optimal way to to get people around, and so you want to be able to do that efficiently. We closed a, a lane on the parkway, and and we suggested alternative is public transit, but then. Uh, if, if we don't make public transit more attractive to people to uh, to use on a regular basis, then then we'll have failed. So there's a number of, of things that that we need to look at. Come back to council, uh, public consultation. I mean, it's these aren't quick, easy fixes that that 
that, that, that we can do, but um, there are some solutions that, that we need to look at. We need to be creative. We need to, um, we need to think of, you know, what, what do other cities do? Because, uh, you know, we're not alone in this. Well, I understand. But again, this King Street model that, as I say, is mm-hmm. being touted as a raging success, we can pretty yeah. much take it a given that it's going to be replicated in others, uh, on other thoroughfares. Well, so you know, King is uh, King is successful. It absolutely. I mean, its its purpose was to uh, was to move more people more quickly uh, through uh, using transit. You know, far more people took. Uh, so we're going to see it along Queen or Dundas so College. So that's what I was going to say. So I don't know. I mean, I think you know, just because it works on King doesn't necessarily mean it would work on Queen. Those things would have to be studied. Uh, King is and has been the busiest surface route uh, in the city. Uh, for for a long time, uh, more people ride King, in fact, than ride Line Three in Scarborough. So uh, there was a there was a, a King King didn't work. King Street didn't work. Uh, Queen Dundas College they work. Um, could they work better? Those are things that we need to look at, and how might we how might we be able to do that to and, and make sure that businesses can thrive, make sure that people can continue to to move through the city efficiently. All right. Well, Brad, I'll let you go on that note. It sounds like it's an inevitability. It's just uh, where the next shoe will drop. Thanks so much for your time. My pleasure, John. Thank you. You got it, Brad Ross, again, as a chief communications officer with the City of Toronto. On that transit thing, Bombardier, interesting, because uh, I know Brad was at the TTC at the time, and they did issue an official request for information to gauge market interest and capabilities of potential suppliers other than Bombardier. So is Bombardier too big to fail? Do we owe them some kind of loyalty to uh, continue and expand the project? Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.